on this episode of the Loud Marlin Fans Podcast. I, Chase, the Loud Marlins fan, discuss the World Baseball Classic and my views, which differentiate from most others, on how I feel about the WBC. We will also discuss the Miami Marlins, who in 10 days from this recording will have opening day 2023. All this and more on this episode of the Loud Marlin Fans Podcast. In 10 days, we will be back at Lone Depot Park. And I must say, I'm super excited to see my Marlins family. Y'all know who you are. Most likely you're listening. And I can't wait for 10 days from now. And we'll discuss the Miami Marlins towards the end of this episode. But I did want to discuss the World Baseball Classic and my current views on the event itself. This has strung up some controversy from some followers or some former followers of mine on Twitter and social media over the last week or so as I record this. And I just wanted to clear the air. And maybe if you hear me out more from, uh, what is it, 280 characters or whatnot, and really hear my reasoning, maybe you'll understand my view. It is my view. And I don't want you, the listener, you, my social media follower, to ever feel that I would try to convince you to have to agree with my view. That, that's not fair to you. That's not fair to me. We should all respect the other's opinions, whether we agree with them or not, and have a discussion about it. I would love to discuss my views on it. And I would discuss it talking, not getting louder and fighting and argumentative. A a healthy discussion just to explain. And I will listen to yours if it's different. But it's called respect. And I respect things that I see on social media, even if I really heavily disagree. A lot of uh, politics stuff I (laughs) tremendously disagree with. But... I respect others' views in in disagreement. So I I will have a conversation, if allowed, but I respect it. And over the last week, in discussing my views, which I will discuss in a minute, I was heavily disrespected, or Phil disrespected, by some of the followers on social media. Now, I'm not soft. I could take it. But there is a line in which I won't. Because there is something called respect. I respect you, your views, 
you should respect someone else's. Not your friends. I'm not your best friend who you can joke around and say nasty stuff to. I'm a cool fan of this baseball team who appreciates anybody who follows me. And vice versa, I do my best to follow you back to make sure your numbers rise. And really just share my positivity and fandom with you. I do discuss other sports other than the Marlins. And this week it was the World Baseball Classic. But I want to preface this. Calling somebody pathetic? Telling someone off because you don't agree with their view on something? Is not becoming as a person. And it's not becoming of someone I want following me. So I will block you if you disrespect me to that type of level. Now, with that being said, I enjoy the WBC. I watch it. I enjoy it. I did not attend because I don't have the expendable cash right now to attend expensive things and where I'd want to sit, even though the atmosphere was amazing in Miami and I probably could have stood in standing room only and enjoyed it, I did not pay to go. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not a fan of it, because I am, because I love baseball. But baseball is a niche sport. You either have to be really good to play. Now, anybody could play t-ball. But by the time you get to player pitch after coach pitch, you got to have some sort of hand-eye coordination. You got to have some speed to run the bases. And you have to know how to catch a ball. And to have one or two of those traits are great or skills, but not everybody will have all three. So by a certain age, you either know you can play for life or try and attempt. Or you know you're not very good at baseball. And for me, I realized I was not very good at baseball when I couldn't hit out of the infield. And I was pretty fast, so I bunted and got on base. But as far as really hitting by the time height end of high school came, I couldn't. So... Baseball, but I'm a baseball fan, and it's a niche sport. It is global to the fact that the island teams play, the Americas, all of them play. Uh, it's very big, as you saw in Korea and Japan, um, and, and the, the the East. It, it's very big in some countries more than others but it is not the world cup and i don't want to compare it although i've been asked do you believe the world baseball classic is the world cup or like the world cup i hate to compare it because the world cup is a huge event that takes a lot of qualifying, a lot of games every year. The teams are playing together. There's a lot more that I think goes into the World Cup, including countries bid for the World Cup to be played there 
so that those countries can get the revenue of tourism and intake and influx of people flying into their countries and cities to see the World Cup. Now, the World Baseball Classic is, again, a niche sport that you either love or you find extremely boring. There's rarely a middle ground when it comes to baseball. Again, you either really love it or you find it tremendously boring. And it's even more boring to watch on TV for some than it is to be at the ballpark. And that's all preference. So how do I feel about the World Baseball Classic? I enjoy the tournament. I've enjoyed it for now the fifth time in the last 20 years or some odd years. I missed it when it was canceled due to COVID. I was looking forward to it, you know. Uh, It gives me entertainment for a few weeks during spring training, which is my issue with it. But it gives me entertainment. I root for the United States of America. Someone said... I'm too white to understand and enjoy the it and understand the culture. No, I enjoy it. I root for my team, which is the United States of America, the country which I was born in, the country which I reside in, the country which I love and, if had to, would go on the battlefield and die for because I'm just like someone else would be for another country Latin country, as they said, I root for the U.S. the same way you root for your country. Now, on the other side of that, I root for the Miami Marlins. And I want the Miami Marlins to come into a season, come into a season as healthy as possible. And this is where my argument starts. So please listen closely. Did you know there's a place for you to get Major League Baseball Players Association approved t-shirts at intheclutch.com? These shirts are made specifically to interact with the players throughout the season, whether it's a tagline, whether it's a home run trot, Each team has different shirts that will come out throughout the season, and you can be the first to get them at InTheClutch.com. InTheClutch.com is also the only place to get loud Marlin fan-approved merchandise. That includes the Let's Get Louder Support Cystic Fibrosis t-shirt, the Miami Pots and Pans t-shirt, And, of course, the LMF logo. Go to InTheClutch.com right now and use code LMF at checkout for a discounted rate. Let's get louder at InTheClutch.com. As a Major League Baseball fan, as a fan who has a team that I root for, that I live and breathe. I'm speaking to you right now because of being a fan for this team. 
I want the Miami Marlins to come into a season as healthy as possible. And the World Baseball Classic, because it's played during spring training, immediately before the season, has a higher chance of ruining your season before it starts than if it was played after the regular season and injuries occur. That's my argument. It it doesn't have to stop the regular season where you play it around the All-Star break. No. The timing of the World Baseball Classic puts the players that are being paid a lot of money to be on your team, whether it's insured or not for the owners, they're still being paid a lot of money to competitively win a World Series or compete for a World Series playoff bid for your team. And putting themselves in jeopardy hurts that team for a few reasons. Not only injuries, but spring training is about getting your bodies tuned up, staying healthy, and building team camaraderie. If you have players leaving that team, they they don't have that time to build. You're also already putting them in stressful positions before the season starts that take innings away, if they're pitchers, from your season. Whether there's a cap or whatnot that's worked out between the baseball team, the major league team, and the WBC country team, national teams, that chance is there. That's my argument for the timing of when the WBC played. Now, a secondary argument that falls into that is should the Major League Baseball players who are being heavily paid to help their quote-unquote franchise that they signed a contract to to help them win a World Series, if they that player gets injured, they're not going to be helping that team compete for a World Series or a playoff bid for 162 games. Now, there's two sides to that. There's the argument that the player is prideful for their countries, and they should have the right to play for their country and represent that country. I agree. I just don't think it should happen before the regular season. The perfect time for me to have the World Baseball Classic is a week after, to start it, a week after the World Series. Why? Why, you're asking? Why then? Well, most players who will be playing in the WBC will not be competing in the World Series. Fact. Which means those players can get together, join their national teams, prepare, practice, get camaraderie in their own way, shape, or form with their country's team for those couple weeks 
after the regular season until it starts a week after the World Series. Get together, build the camaraderie, practice, stay healthy, stay in shape. Have if they're pitchers, they've they've taken the time where their arms are 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 relaxed and um, have gotten the rest. We'll say that they need it. A lot of these players play winter ball, so instead of playing winter ball immediately after the World Series, they're going to continue to play competitive baseball. So the argument, oh, it's going to put too many innings on the starters, or oh, uh, everybody's going to be tired. No, you're giving them about a month off most. Again, they're not all going to be playing deep into the playoffs and into the World Series. You're going to be giving them the time they need to rest, recover, and then practice with their teams, which I uh, humbly agree with. Because to me, another point is... Why should a major league player just say he's playing for his country without ever really playing for his country? World Cup. Lionel Messi plays throughout the year in exhibition games with his country to build that team camaraderie, to build uh, and plan and practice. The uh, most recently since 2004, the NBA players, they get together every summer uh, for a couple weeks after the playoffs to join their team and practice together. So when they play the game, it can be as competitive as possible. Why can't baseball do the same thing? And it's because pitching, right? So the pitchers don't have to play in competitive games. There's no exhibition games that happen uh, that I that I know about. I mean, the regular countrymen who are not in the major leagues might be playing each other at some point and together, but the major league players aren't. So I would like it to be more competitive and more of a world showcase so that when the World Cup of Baseball or the World Baseball Classic happens, the people watching understand and know the teams more. The Look, I want it to be as marketed as possible to get the ultimate goal of having it like the World Cup. And I get it, it's the fifth fifth time, and only the fifth time the WBC has happened. I totally understand that. But even if it's the fifth time, that doesn't mean that the sixth time it can't be marketed better. And what would be a better time to market the WBC than during the World Series or the MLB playoffs when legit, at that point, the world is watching. Because at that point, you're not only marketing to the casual baseball fans, or you are more to the casual baseball fans who only watch the playoffs. And now, in two weeks from now, or in three weeks from now, or in four weeks from now, after the playoffs, in a week, and next week, we're starting the WBC, where you can see the biggest stars in the major leagues play for their countries. 
There is no better time to market yourself when the world is already watching. The ratings are, would be huge if they did that. And this is all from a business standpoint. But going back to my point of the, the time of when the World Baseball Classic is played now, as I'm watching a game in the WBC, as it's on TV now. Because I'm a fan. And I like it. And I care about it. As I'm watching it now, I worry about a major league player getting injured. Now, you can use the argument that a player can be injured in spring training. Or they can be injured getting out of the shower. The point being, if they get injured in spring training, they are with their teams. They are with their team's medical staff. They can say, I gave my team my all, even though my body failed me or I got a freak injury accident like that had with, happened to Diaz. And it all starts there, right, with Edwin Diaz going down. You could say it started with uh, Freddie Freeman this year and his injury. But point being that Major League players are getting injured in the World Baseball Classic. Again, the argument, injuries can happen at any time. You are correct. However, again, my argument back to that is if they get injured with their teams, at least they're getting injured with the team that's paying them and that they're giving their all to that team, their job, the franchise that they, which I care about more than a World Baseball Cup classic victory, is getting to the playoffs and winning a World Series. So I'm going to bring this down into context. Again, my argument about the timing of the World Baseball Classic is that it gives an opportunity, a risk opportunity, that a Major League Baseball player who has signed a contract, probably a hefty one if they're playing in the WBC, with their team, has a better risk opportunity to get injured playing in a competitive game with a lot of pressure on your body, more pressure than in a spring training game. These players are putting more pressure on their body immediately before the season, which automatically puts them at risk. And again, the argument you're going to say is injuries can happen at any time. I get it. But the difference of an injury, and here's the point, the difference of an injury occurring two weeks before your season or two weeks after your season is that the player has time to heal and recuperate and rehab and play either immediately when the season starts or in camp in spring training or earlier in the season so they can make a difference to help their franchise win a World Series the next year. Edwin Diaz went down. What if, what if he got injured, same injury, freak accident, didn't even happen on the field during the game. It happened after they won during a celebration on the field. He gets the same blown out leg or knee. But instead of his six months rehab starting 
a game before the or a couple weeks before the season, which basically means he's out for the whole season. Instead, he gets injured in November, early December. Then he has January, February, March, April, May, June. Come midsummer, he's back in extended spring training, going through finishing his rehab and coming back in time to help that team, in this case the Mets, help that team compete down the stretch for a playoff bid. That's the difference of a timeline. That's the difference of playing the WBC in spring than playing the WBC in November. Jose Altuve has a broken finger. They're saying 8 to 10 weeks recovery. That 8 to 10 weeks now brings him, because of the time of injury, now brings him back in June. If that injury happened in November, he would be back in time for spring training. That's the difference of playing now versus after the season. And that is why I am for playing after the season. Again, you're going to say, oh, the players need rest. The players need, need time to heal. They need time to recover from the season. A lot of those players are not even making the playoffs. A lot of those players are not going deep in their playoffs. So that argument is mute. They have the rest time. They've had, they'll have up to six weeks of rest time, four to six weeks of rest time in between the season and the WBC. And you can't ask for more than that. That's enough time for your body to rest. That's enough time for your body to heal and to spring it back into action and time to practice with your teams. So the argument, the injury argument goes both ways. They can happen at any time, but it's the amount of time they have to recover, which is why I disagree with them playing the World Baseball Classic in the spring. It's that simple. Now, I will say it again. I care more about a World Series championship than the United States winning or uh, repeating as a uh, WBC winners if they go on to win it again. I care more about the Miami Marlins winning the World Series than the United States winning the WBC. It means more to me that my team that I've rooted for for 37 years, or sorry, 30 years now, I'm dating them, for 30 years I've rooted for the Miami Marlins, Florida Marlins. I've watched them win two World Series. There's nothing like that feeling of watching the team that you love win a championship. South Florida sees it or has seen it a lot in the recent past with the Heat. There's nothing like it. At the same time, I want that World Series over the WBC win. There's a lot of championships I'll take a World Series over. This is one of them. So to me, it is more meaningful to me that the team is healthy and they don't injure or have the risk of getting injured in the spring playing for their country 
it is more important to me to have them come in to the the opening day healthy. That's my argument there. So to me, it's more meaningful to win a World Series than it is a World Baseball Classic. And if any baseball fan will say that. And I understand, I humbly understand the passion that someone has to root for their country because I have it with my country. I don't have to be Latin. I don't have to be from Japan. I don't have to be from Israel. I don't have to be from any other country than the one that I'm in to love rooting for the United States of America the same way someone else would root for their country. The difference is you don't get to see them as often. It's the first time ever that Cuba, the Cuban national team, just played in the semifinals against the United States in Miami. It's the first time in the five iterations of the WBC that that happened. I get it. I do. I get Dominican fans rooting for Dominican Republic and filling Lone Depot Park. Same thing for Mexico. Same thing for Puerto Rico, which is just an hour and a half, two-hour flight away from Miami. I understand your passion for your team as I feel the same way for mine. I also understand you don't get to see your team as frequently as I get to see in the United States. Not the baseball team because they don't play together. But in general, if this was the World Cup, I'd have the opportunity to fly around the country, possibly play in Miami, to see our team play in our country. And other teams don't get to experience that. So when, when the opportunity arises, it's very passionate. You guys filled the ballpark, and that's awesome. There's nothing like the internal passion and love that one can have for a, a national team. Other than the fact that I have that for not only the national team, but the team that we root for, which is the Miami Marlins. So I understand that passion. I understand the players wanting to play for their countries, but it puts their baseball season, the major league season, that's made them stars, that's made them the amount of money that they're making. They're putting that season at risk, and it happens that injuries occur, and it has ruined the start of the season or the whole season, not only for the players, but the teams, which ultimately hurts the fans, which ultimately hurts the business. If, if the Mets blow 10 saves that could have been saved by Edwin Diaz, that may cost them uh, a seed. Um, they may go from the division winners to a wild card team losing at home two out of three, as they did last year without the injury. So please understand where I'm coming from. I'm not, quote unquote, pathetic. I'm not, quote unquote, ignorant. I'm not, quote unquote, too white to understand. I get your argument. I get your argument of the passion you have for your country, as I do mine. And I understand the players' argument that they want to play because they give a F about their country. And it is for bragging rights. <laughs> that I'm not backing away from. 
It may not be. I'll, I'll take the exhibition back. It is a competitive, competitive tournament. To me, if it's not a major league game, it's an ex exhibition. What happens in this has no outcome on the major league baseball season, which I care more about because that's my preference. It doesn't have to be yours. But the only outcome that can happen for the Major League Baseball season for playing in the WBC is an injury like has happened, which has now ruined the season, not only for that player, but for the team. And it's bad for business when your players are injured. They may be insured, and Steve Cohen doesn't have to pay Edwin Diaz his is part of the hundred-plus-million-dollar contract for this year because insurance is covering it. However, Edwin Diaz is still getting paid the money. So there, that, there's no risk there. His body's at risk. He now can't play, but there's no risk there because he's going to make his money. For what? For injuring himself in a tournament prior to the season beginning. That is why the game should occur after the season. That's why the WBC is not a good spot to happen in the spring. Marlins fans, you're the bulk of the people that are going to listen to this. If Sandy Alcantara, or let's take Sandy. If Sandy Alcantara got injured, blew his arm out, had to get Tommy John because he, he injured himself in the WBC or he's put too much pressure on himself, too early, too fast. Without even throwing a pitch for Miami this year, the reigning Cy Young winner, and he gets injured, let's say in his first start for the Marlins, would it have been from the WBC? Knock on wood, that doesn't happen. I'd be pretty freaking pissed off and questioning our season right off the bat if Sandy got injured. If Luis Arise, instead of hitting two home runs, Broke his finger and now was out 10 weeks. We just traded Pablo Lopez for him. If that happened, would you be happy? The, the Houston fans aren't happy right now. The Houston organization's not happy right now. They lost Altuve, the World Series MVP. This is what I'm talking about. It's a bad timing. And I don't mean to offend. If you believe different, that's great. But here, I hope you've heard me out on my reasoning for not liking when the World Baseball class, Classic occurs. It's the injury argument. And it goes both ways. And it's never going to change. Nothing I say on this podcast is ever going to change. It doesn't matter what I say on this podcast. It's my opinion, though, so it matters to me. But it doesn't have to matter to you. And if you want to discuss it, I'd happily take and hear your mind and your thoughts. But don't call me pathetic or you're going to get blocked. As I just said, spring training is still going on. And just as what I said on this podcast may not matter to you, spring doesn't matter to me. Now, how can I say spring doesn't matter to me? Well, all that matters is health when it comes to spring training. Building camaraderie and the health of your players Going in to the season. That's what matters to me. So when all the Marlins are having all these errors 
and the Marlins are being outscored and the pitchers are getting destroyed and coming out of the games early, especially against St. Louis, who practically owns us in this uh, spring. It doesn't matter to me because what is happening is the pitchers are trying new pitches and they're learning the uh, defense is learning new positions, so errors are going to happen, including our all-star second baseman, now center fielder, Jazz Chisholm Jr., and I'll be the first to say he looked very uncomfortable in his current position at center. He doesn't look comfortable, but it's spring, so it, all that matters is his health and him learning the position now. So come March 30th, in just 10 days, he is comfortable in that role, leading off or batting second, hitting comfortably, and getting, as he will call it, all that smoke. So for all the negativity that's being spewed all over social media about the Miami Marlins spring training, y'all will have 162 games to Scream and cry bloody murder when this team gets a loss. Won't be me attacking the skipper, Skip Schumacher, because I'm going to give him his two years before I start calling for his head. But hopefully I won't have to, because I believe in this team and I believe in this starting rotation. I really do. I will miss Pablo. I've said that. We gave Pablo a whole dedication episode. We are going to miss Pablo Lopez. Is Cueto going to live up to what Pablo could have been? We'll see. Cueto had a horrible start to the uh, beginning of this season. But Cueto pitched decently in the World Baseball Classic when it mattered. So I have no, no doubts that... Look, age, you don't get better with age unless you're Barry Bonds. But I have no doubt that Cueto, uh, Johnny Cueto, is going to be great when uh, the season starts and be that veteran leadership that we haven't had in our bullpen, in our starting rotation in years. If you think about it, Sandy's been the veteran. Pablo was the veteran. You had the young guys, uh, Eddie Cabrera, uh, Rogers, uh, sorry, I'm blanking right now, but uh, you had the young guys, Cabrera, Rogers, Lizardo, all the other young guys that have come through the starting Braxton Garrett, uh, last year, you, you, you had Max Mayer come up, Danny Castano, all the guys who have had to pitch in the starting role, at least for one game during the season, there wasn't that veteran leadership or the veteran pitcher to come in and really calm them down and say it's okay. You had Pablo and Sandy at the top. But they're only in their fifth and sixth year, if that, based on injury time for Pablo. So when I say spring training is all about health, I mean it. It's all about coming into the regular season on March 30th as healthy as possible because we know this team, this team at least the last couple of years, has been injury prone. And thankfully, they've, they've been able to restructure this 
this rebuild to bring in veteran hitting to help us get more runs, manufacture more runs. And it hasn't happened in spring, but spring doesn't matter. Not one home run matters. Not one error matters. Not one perfect game would matter in the spring because no one wins a World Series championship in the Grapefruit League by winning the Grapefruit League in spring. So that's my argument there, too. The World Baseball Classic's been fun. Spring baseball's been fun. I really enjoy going out to spring training games and speaking with the players. I recently gave uh, Peyton Burdick my Marlins chain that you guys have seen. I'll, I'll be getting a new one made in, in the next weeks that you'll see brand new coming out into 2023. Louder we go, right? Had a ch changing that up a little bit. But it's been a fun spring, not fun from a wins-loss standpoint, but it's always the player interactions that matter to me because this is the time they get to be fun and really speak with the fans and enjoy, uh, really, they, they enjoy it, speaking with us and whatnot. Because in 10 days from now, that the switch happens, it, it gets turned on, and they are all about the games. So, again, and I've said that a couple times, that again line, just want to say I appreciate everyone, and I appreciate your views on everything, whether positive with me, negative against me. I just demand respect, and not respect for my view, not for saying you have to, you have to like it. No. I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm not saying you have to agree with it. But don't call me pathetic. And don't act like uh, talking down to me is going to change anything. Because you're not going to change my view on when I think the World Baseball Classic should have it. Nor are you going to cha change my view that I prefer a World Series championship over a World Baseball Classic championship. And if you're a diehard Marlins fan, you would probably or probably do feel the same way. But if you're a casual baseball fan only watching uh, the World Baseball Classic for your team, your country, and then you're not going to watch any more baseball or you're, you're, you're not going to really care and, and be as diehard into every game as some like me are, I understand that. And for you, the most important thing is your country winning. And if the World Baseball Classic was after the World Series, I would probably believe it means more at that point. Because at that point, everything would be centered around that. Because the spring and whatnot doesn't happen for three more months. So the World Baseball Classic gets to shine on its own without anything else uh, getting in its way at that point. So with that being said, this has been the Loud Marlin Fans Podcast. I'll get another one of these out before the regular season in 10 days. Probably more a season preview of how I think the season will go, who will be our 
our all-stars, who will what our records will be. I'll do a whole prediction episode next week before the season begins. Thank you for listening to my feelings on the World Baseball Classic. I hope you've enjoyed. It's been really cool seeing the ballpark filled out. I just wish we could all to come together as one Miami. And actually, you know, if you like baseball and enjoyed what you saw, if you're a casual fan, at least try to come out on the weekends. Support these Miami Marlins because the, the fans are the 10th man, the 11th man, the 12th man. We can make the difference and push our team to be great. It, it can happen. And if you feel the intensity, you don't think when Trey Turner's blasting these home runs, he, he's not fired up because of that crowd. That can be us. So let's get louder. Louder we go. Starting soon, March 30th. This has been an episode of the Loud Marlin Fan Podcast. Don't forget to go rate the podcast with five stars and leave your comments so others get an opportunity to see this in the algorithm. Love that algorithm. At Loud Marlins Fan on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'll talk to you soon. Let's go, Marlins. Let's freaking go. Did you know there's a place for you to get Major League Baseball Players Association approved t-shirts at intheclutch.com? These shirts are made specifically to interact with the players throughout the season, whether it's a tagline, whether it's a home run trot. Each team has different shirts that will come out throughout the season, and you can be the first to get them at intheclutch.com. Intheclutch.com is also the only place to get Loud Marlin fan-approved merchandise. That includes the Let's Get Louder Support Cystic Fibrosis t-shirt, the Miami Pots and Pans t-shirt, and of course, the LMF logo. Go to intheclutch.com right now and use code LMF at checkout for a discounted rate. Let's get louder at intheclutch.com.